Hello, and welcome to another episode of Safari Mike's Planet Watch. Um, I hope you are all safe um, and sound uh, during this uh, terrible uh, pandemic that is going on. Uh, during um, this pandemic, we've been trying to release um, as many Radio Harambe's as possible to, to try to keep you at least semi-entertained. And, and today we're going to talk about um, a couple of things that were uh, related to the COVID-19, and that is uh, zoo, uh, the tigers and, of course, Tiger King. Uh, the Tiger King being maybe the biggest... Um, documentary of all time talking about uh, tigers and these roadside menagerie kind of things um, it has become a smash hit thanks to the fact that people are uh, self-isolating and staying at home but i want to talk a little bit about the tigers that you see at disney's animal kingdom and tigers in zoos in general a uh, dac of course now has um sumatran tigers and Sumatran tigers are the smallest subspecies of tigers. Now, um, I'm going to focus a little bit on the exhibit itself. Now, you have, uh, for all of you, and I think it's probably most of you who have seen this Tiger King documentary, you saw the exhibits that were uh, used in that, and basically it's a big old cage. Uh, but take a look at the exhibit at Disney's Animal Kingdom. In fact, there are two separate tiger exhibits. The first one is the one you walk into when after the bats and you see the fountain and, and there's a, a wide grass uh, field and a hill. And then across from that, once you get into the, uh, the temple itself, you will be able to see on your right-hand side the uh, other uh, tiger exhibit. These Sumatran tigers were um, provided to Disney's Animal Kingdom through the species survival plan. The Sumatran tigers are highly endangered. And it was determined that Disney's Animal Kingdom would be a great place to try to breed said tigers um, and trying to maintain a population, a strong population of Sumatran tigers, at least in uh, exhibits. Speaking of exhibits, as we were talking about, there are two exhibits and these exhibits have fountains, hills, shade, uh, different types of um, bushes and stuff. And perhaps most importantly, hiding areas. Because tigers, as you can imagine, when they're on uh, display all the time, uh, you know, may get a little stressed out and want to uh, get away from the people staring at them from uh, either the uh, lookout or behind those glasses. Um, so tigers are, are given plenty of space to hide. The hill, for example, they're able to go on the other side of the hill out of view from public, a little privacy. And there's also, as I said, some large uh, uh, bushes and stuff where they can hide in it. Now, a lot of people talk about uh, tigers being kept in uh, exhibits, forget cages like on the uh, documentary, but even in an exhibit such as Disney's Animal Kingdom. The one thing I would point out is that uh, tigers need vast amounts of territory because of food. And that, of course, is not a problem at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And animals who are uh, have uh, a steady supply of food don't will not. Uh, expand their territory. In other words, a, a tiger in the wild will have miles upon miles, square miles of territory, but in, in an exhibit, they don't really need that much. They're de generally content with a smaller space as long as they're getting food. 
Uh, and in Disney's Animal Kingdom, they do a lot of enrichment programs. They do this in many uh, uh, accredited zoos. And actually, we'll talk a little bit more about accredited zoos in our next episode of Safari Mike's Planet Watch. But here, they do things like they'll hide food throughout the exhibit right before the animals come on to exhibit. And there will be, uh, you know, they may have like a ball uh, covered in perfume or covered in uh, some sort of scent to attract the tigers. And this is for them to, to keep them occupied, busy, searching for food, searching for the different scents and things like that. Now, as I mentioned before, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom currently has Sumatran tigers. And Sumatran tigers are not only endangered, but critically endangered. There are, uh, well, 5% of its habitat is gone each year. And this is from either the human population that's expanding in Southeast Asia or uh, palm oil farms and the like, in which uh, they cut down the rainforest to build these palm uh, oil uh, areas. Tigers generally stay away from these farms, not only because of the uh, human activity, but also because they don't have the same kind of cover that the jungle in Sumatra does. And that's what um, they prefer. So they, if you build a farm, the tigers are not going to really go into that farm. You are taking away valuable space on, uh, in Malaysia for these tigers. Now, of course, uh, as you all know, a couple years ago, uh, shortly after getting the Sumatran tigers, Disney's Animal Kingdom was able to have uh, two baby tigers, Anada and Jetta, um, which is important because in the wild, there are only about 400 to 650 tigers in the wild, period, end of story. Uh, as I said, they're critically endangered, and also they have the problem of a small, fragmented population. That is, farms cut off uh, different areas of the rainforest, and um, the population in a small section of the rainforest can't get to the other section of the rainforest for breeding and gen- genetic diversity issues. You've probably heard recently that um, the, a tiger in the Bronx Zoo um, was actually diagnosed with COVID-19. Uh, Since that initial diagnosis of about a month ago prior to me recording this, uh, the Bronx Zoo has announced that four more tigers and three African lions all tested positive uh, for COVID-19. And all but one of them had symptoms, uh, dry cough, loss of appetite. Uh, Thankfully, uh, all of them seem to be heading to the road to recovery. One of the tigers uh, was asymptomatic. Uh, They've essentially all recovered. And in fact, um, they did some testing on them, and you're probably wondering, well, why are we wasting testing on tigers? And uh, that is true, but the, actually the labs um, that work with the Bronx Zoo, including Cornell University and the University of Illinois, came up with a test where they're actually able to test fecal samples to see if the uh, tigers have uh, COVID-19. Uh, they don't use anesthesia. They don't put the animals under. The first tiger that got tested did have to go under anesthesia, and they tested his uh, mucous membranes. But uh, that's no longer the case for these animals. Now, um, we have been um, trying to raise money for the Australian wildfires uh, that have been uh, that were so devastating uh, late last year and early this year. And I want to thank everybody for purchasing T-shirts. We were able to donate uh, a significant amount of money uh, to the WWF uh, fund going to help that. We are now going to switch gears. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the Bronx Zoo, which uh, I was a docent for for almost 20 years. Um, And it is sort of my quote-unquote home park, as they say. Um, Zoos um, across the country, of course, are closed down. And they've been closed since uh, early March in most cases. 
So from now on, we're going to uh, issue a few more T-shirts um, to uh, uh, for the Animal Kingdom, and I hope uh, you enjoy the designs, all of them by uh, Raising Las Vegas, and she did a fantastic job. But um, any of that money we raise from that those T-shirt sales will go to the Wildlife Conservation Society, which is the conservation society associated uh, with the Bronx Zoo. The Bronx Zoo is um, actually one of the best zoos in the country. Um, the exhibits are top-notch. The staff is top-notch. I know many of you have probably watched uh, some of the behind-the-scenes on the Animal Planet uh, documentary, The Zoo, which takes place at the Bronx Zoo. Uh, but the Wildlife Conservation Society is their conservation group where they have uh, numerous people in the field studying animals, uh, teaching locals, helping lo- uh, you know local uh, uh, people live peacefully with animals and trying to save uh, animals across the globe. Uh, I recommend... Uh, that you go to wcs.org to learn more about them. And you can also go to wcs.org slash donate slash show up for the zoo with hyphens between the words. And uh, there you can actually donate money to help feed the animals. Obviously, zoos are not bringing in income, um, which they need for uh, to um, feed the animals and to stay open. So, um, Hopefully, your local zoo will be able to get through this. Um, if you don't want to donate to the Bronx Zoo, I understand, but please search out uh, your local zoo. Many uh, zoos uh, around the country, uh, local zoos are uh, looking for help because they are not generating the um, revenue they need to uh, take care of these animals, feed the animals, and make sure that the zoo stays open for when, hopefully soon, uh, this terrible pandemic is over. I know this is a minor issue compared to um, many of the others that this pandemic has uh, has created, um, but you know this is a, one small way we can help uh, somehow. Again, go to our show, store tpublic.com. Uh, you just search Radio Harambe and you'll come upon those. You can either uh, you can link the the store either on my Twitter account at John Boy Everyone or uh, certainly through the uh, Radio Harambe show notes or from uh, the Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, Instagram page, which is ours. All of them have links to our T Public store. Uh, we're going to have a couple of cool designs coming out soon, uh, including one that uh, references Old Little Red from the um, old Kilimanjaro safaris. But until then, I hope again everybody stays safe and sound, and uh, hopefully this will be over soon. Soon, I appreciate it. Kwaharini, go well.